Don't use it. Let's just roll without All right. it. All right. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. What's up, guys? John Sintes, Alex Rojas, Let's Win a Ball Game podcast. Big Good day. Morning. Game six, World Series 2021. Alex Rojas. Leader boys. My guy. How are you doing? I'm doing great this morning. I am curious to see how game six goes. And I'm ready to hear some of your takes on some of my questions. Definitely. Definitely. I'm ready. I'm ready. I got, okay, I got my savant up right now. I got my and cheat it's sheet. literally, it's literally about how to start a ball game. Mm. Very curious about this. So, um, first three pitches to Jose Altuve in game five. Do you remember the order of them? No, but I was just going to look that up right now. Curveball, curveball, fastball, right? To start, Tucker Davidson, by the way, who? <laughs> like, this guy who did a good job, I would say, relatively to his experience level, right? He didn't, you know, let the doors fall off um, that quickly. So I thought he was going to get, like, one, one inning, honestly. I, I was very skeptical. I was like, this guy hasn't played since when? And he's mm-hmm. got how many innings, right? I was just – I was blown away that the, that the Braves started that guy. But you've got Jose Altuve up there, mm-hmm. maybe the best postseason hitter of all time, just said it. And it could be true. And they throw two curveballs to start the game and then a fastball. And the first look on Jose Altuve's face was a questionable high strike to start the game on a curveball. But – the way that he kind of dictated his body language, he knew and I knew what kind of game it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just kind of – he he kind of showed their hand for them, right? Or at least for this guy, right? Right. And right. it turned out that their game plan with Tucker Davidson, slow the guys down because they were going to try to jump them, right? Starting with their best guy, right? Which led me to thinking about – it all starts with Jose Altuve, right? If that guy gets on, I would love to know, like, the stats. Like, if that dude leads off and he gets on, he's almost like a Ricky Henderson where Ricky Henderson got on and he scored. Like, if he started off – he let off the game with 82 home runs in his career, started a game with 82 home runs. That's incredible, right? So, I'm just curious as to a pitcher's take on two curveballs – Let's go. You ever thrown a first pitch curveball to a batter to start a game? Uh, I have. <laughs> you have. Yeah. yeah. There's step yeah. one. Yeah, I have done that. Um, I did. I did do that. That's one of wild. The best. I've never called the, that. I've never called best, that. One of the best games I think I've ever pitched in my life was in Mochi's, and I'll remember. I think I struck out eleven, oh, and they. It was like hilarious because I love facing left-handed hitters, and they gave mm-hmm. me. Eight of them. They gave me eight in a row. And I was just nice. like, okay, this is going to be fun. And so I just ran. I think the first pitch of the game, I think we threw a slider, but I was calling a slurp. So I basically just threw a banger. First pitch of the game to this lefty and just whack, strike one. And he just looked Incredible. at me and I was like, this is what we're doing. Incredible. And then it was just Cutter Nation inside after that. Right. So what, like, what do you see when you see a guy starting a game off? just hammering breaking balls, right? And I will say I saw a lot of breaking balls 
from that staff the whole game. They were just spinning a lot of balls in game five. And um, they kind of struggled seeing the zone a little bit with those curveballs. I'm not sure if they used the right guys to execute that game plan. I don't know the Braves that well. But uh, in the game, in the pieces of the game that I was able to watch, just kind of moving around the house, getting stuff done. Um, dude, I saw a lot of Braves trying to execute curveballs. And from the leading off the inning, throughout the entirety of the inning, and it got me to thinking about leading off. And so I just want to know, from a pitching perspective, obviously you want to get the first out. You don't want to get, get any hits, any walks, anybody on base. Right. But right. starting an inning, right? What, is, that, is that different inning by inning? Obviously, as you get more tired, maybe it might be a little different in the ninth if you're going to CG, right? Or if you're in a relief appearance, right? Maybe that's different for some guys. Right. So just curious, like starting off innings. Well, you're, you know, there's formulas inning for inning, right? Things will work. Things right. won't work, you know, and, and, you know, a main goal of, of a pitcher is really three up, three down as fast as possible. Right. That's the mm -hmm. best you could possibly do. If you had three mm -hmm. pitches and three outs, that would be the best you could possibly do for an inning. Um, and so that's why pitch count is very important inside of the health game. Everybody has different health um, and, and in different styles. Framber, uh, Framber Valdez would be a guy just like Max Fried that I would say would entirely be okay with just ripping curveballs all game, right? And oh, that's yeah. what Freed's going to oh, do yeah. again. You know what I mean? Wow. Right? And so the game has changed, you know? I mean, it's I, I tweeted this the other day. If you're, if you're left-handed not trying to throw 96 – and you, you are completely misunderstanding what game is happening in front of you because yeah. the Braves are literally showing you again, just like the Rays did last year with their version of it, with their, you know, the, um, I don't know what the, uh, the Indian arm thing is. Right. But I love how Fox did that. Of oh yeah. The Tampa Bay Rays. Shiva. Like all of the Shiva. arms. Of Shiva. Yeah. There we go. Shiva. Um, is it, is it Indian? It is in like, Hindu. Like Hindu, the, would Hindu, the, Hindu, Hindu would be, would the, be correct. the correct Thank religion. Thank yeah. you. Right. Country of origin, India. Country of origin, India. Yes. Right. But they speak Hindu religion. various languages. They don't speak Indian. Right. right? So it's right, a Hindu right, right. god. Right. right. Exactly. But that's um, the point. Like the arm slots, the angles, the all the different right. stuff. Right. So when you're throwing to, let's say, because, again, I'm just talking about starting off the game, right? And I've even I, – I talked to a buddy of mine, and one of the things that he said, he was a leadoff hitter. He played college. He played juco. He played four-year. And he just talked about – I knew that I had a different game plan upon different hitters, but just because I was leading off doesn't mean I wasn't trying to get mine, you know? Right. I was like, wow, that's a powerful leadoff hitter. Right. Powerful leadoff hitter, right? So – Knowing that from a hitting perspective, right? So it feels kind of because he is a good leadoff hitter, but also he's their best hitter, Jose Altuve. It's kind of little leaguey. We're going to put our best hitter leading off. Like this right. guy is our best guy, and we're putting mm -hmm. him leading off, right? Right. Some teams believe in doing that almost in the two hole. You saw that for a little bit where MLB teams were putting their number one guy in the two hole. Joey Votto kind of had that trend for a while. He was he can get on base, he can hit, right? So when you're facing a dude that's leading off an inning, 
right? Yeah, changes the whole Are, thing. Changes the whole thing, right? Talk about thing. that for a second. How well, does that? I mean, change? you got you see it, you yeah. see it with um, with Tatis too, right? There's another guy. Mm-hmm. You, you lead you lead him off, right? And there's a. I, I think that now that almost anybody can score, um, it is entirely okay with the idea of a Corey Knable who throws a twelve six banger starting the game off a banger banger heater, because that's what he would do in a game normally, you know. And a mm-hmm. lot of people, you know there's an assumption that your fastball is the best easiest pitch for you to throw. And I just don't feel like that's the case for everybody. I feel like some guys like myself, they can just throw a cutter at will wherever the yeah. fifth I want it. Right. Right. I'm just like, all right, I'll just, here you go. There it is. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just easier. I mean, Darvish talks about the same thing about how his cutter is easier for him to throw than a sports scene. You know, um, there's, and there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of different styles to play this game, but, but that being said, you know, I mean, all of these organizations are showing the same thing each time, which is like, they call it changing speeds. And it's such a bad way to talk about the idea, right? Because it's not it's speed. Like, yeah, it is speed, but it's not. But it's speed. more than that. It's right, exactly. way more than that. Yeah, it's exactly. complicated. Right, exactly. Right. And so three-dimensional pitching or whatever you want to call it that a lot of people have called it, you know, I think it's just – it's being exposed a little bit more in the blitz ball world where you're seeing some of these kids that really can spin it. You know, I, I get caught the up. Video you said guys. incredible. Right. Right. Wasn't it? Right. Incredible. You see these guys that are able to create these crazy shapes, but then on the other mm-hmm. side of it, now you're getting people that are able to hit these crazy shapes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's definitely hand-eye coordination to the best. So, you know, I, I, I would say that, you know, seeing Altuve's record of, of what's going on, but really not knowing what his skill level is outside right. of a stadium, right? Like what right. is his, what is his uh, vacuum skill level? You know what I right. mean? Where you're mm-hmm. not getting any help because by the way, the Braves are 1000% relaying on first base too. So it's, there's, right. we got, we got multiple signs starting off. We're starting the game off with multiple signs. With nobody on, and no curveballs. Yeah, like, trust issues. Pl- yeah, dude, there is yeah. so much strategy going on. Yeah, that's like that's sure. like we're watching a game that's not being played that you see on the baseball field normally, because it, we're we're watching a um, like we're we're watching people really trying to win now, mm-hmm. right? This at bat, not not, like, not the right. next this one right, right now. We're right. not this saving. Pitch. Right. Yes. In, in, in the season, you're like, okay, I, I, I've got to throw this guy because he's going to come back a week later. And then he's mm-hmm. in this rotation of guys in the bullpen. And so we got to keep everybody healthy. So I've got to keep him at 30 pitches because if he goes to 40 pitches, he gets too sore and he doesn't come back. Right. So mm-hmm. we got to figure that out. Um, so yeah, I, I, all of those things are just rather, rather interesting you know, of, of what's going to happen. So tonight I'm really interested to see, because I mean, Max Freed has to, by the way, because you're not, you don't, I mean, I know you throw 96, but like Altuve is going to have no problem with your 96, buddy. So, which is interesting to me, by the way, too. Like when I see little that, arm bar, little arm bar action on that 96 too. And I'm still going to take you deep. Yeah. Right. Like, like, <laughs> you know, and he cheats out over the plate. Like, he just jumps out over the plate. And he's like, yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. he is – I think his reaction time recognition is so incredible 
That's why he's a great hitter. Oh, hand-eye sure. coordination. Hand-eye coordination. That's what it is. Well, I, what about the fact that his eyes are literally lower on plane of the ball? That's true. Like, he's eye level with the ball, practically. A lot, right? Yeah. Which means he would be very accurate with what he would be Very saying. accurate. By the way, let's get a uh, let's get a little Vegas in here for a second on the World Series. What do you think the odds are for tonight? Oh God, uh, Braves one and a half. Oof. Let's see. So right now the over under is eight and a half. You got the Astros by a run and a half. Wow. Um, Houston is 56 and 32 in home games this year, and the Braves are 49 and 39 in road games. Mm. Interesting. So, who's mm. got it? Well, here, dude, what's interesting is like I'm reading what CBS has to say about it, which is very interesting, right? Because they're talking mm. about ERA and innings and strikeouts, but like, kind of what we're talking about you're looking at and you don't have to get more complicated with like sabermetric stats and stuff like that but instead of talking about the era you could talk about hey tyler matzik has been throwing a slider that nobody has seen it's been throwing a fastball that has been running on hitters hands right and he's doing a very good job of doing that that's why he has an era right mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. 1.61 mm-hmm so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to saying that because I've been wrong so far about defense because you haven't seen that much spectacular defense, right? You have seen a little bit more offense, um, some gamesmanship. I think this has just been a, a good series of baseball, not a great series so far. These are the crazy games, though. Game six and seven, this is when th things get hairy. This is when you have David Freeze-type moments. Ooh. You know, you go, Wow. Do you remember where you were when that happened? No, I don't. I do. I was watching that game. Do you know uh, the Super Bowl shuffle quarterback, Jim McMahon? Yeah. I was watching that with his son at the College of San Mateo. We were all huddled around after baseball practice. You get caught oh. up watching the game, right? And we tuned yeah. in maybe the fourth or fifth inning after practice. We all just got caught up watching this game. And I remember he turned to me when – he finished it, or we finished watching the game, and he just said, that was the best baseball game I've ever seen. I couldn't argue <laughs> with it. It was an incredible game. Incredible yeah. game. That's amazing. Yeah. He drops a fly ball and then ends the game. Mm. You know, like, you yeah. can be the guy even when you make a mistake. Drops a fly mm -hmm. ball in, like, the third or fourth inning. Yeah. Right? Kind of falls apart a little bit. Then they're down to their Huge last Huge fly ball. Huge like, fly ball. Yeah. Yeah. A big fly ball. Dude, a lot of people forget about the Swifty Puma, Lance Berkman. He was on that squad. Excellent baseball. That was what Chris Berman calls him, the Swifty yeah. Puma. Like, he was hey, a monster. He was one of the best bat-to-ball guys. So my dad and I were talking about how great Jose Altuve really is because Carlos Beltran had the season of all postseasons right with the Astros. Nobody's maybe going to touch that again. But how many games has Jose Altuve played in for oh, yeah. the Astros in the postseason, right? Right. And right. what he's done in those games, right? Like, maybe the Astros before Jose Altuve got there 
30 postseason games in their history mm-hmm. since he's been there, right? He's got he's got 23 jacks in he, he I don't know if he's played in 23 postseason games. He's probably a, maybe 21, but maybe more than that, maybe 30, right? So like his production mm-hmm. has been unbelievable and a lot of it comes from the leadoff spot because they just throw their dude out there leading off the game which he can steal a bag he can play to contact and he can hit the ball 450 feet right 100 100 100 leading I, off I, man i you know maddox used to talk about how much trouble he'd have in the first inning and it was really probably leo mazzoni's issue of maddox trying to establish the fastball, like they would say, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you're going to be a – you're no longer – okay, let, let's, let's just go to the savant, right? Okay? Here right. Go. Tonight's, tonight's starting pitcher, rookie, 24-year-old, 6'1", 244-pound, Luis Garcia, who has 24-year-old, on average, 93-mile-an-hour fastball, 86 mile an hour cutter, 80 mile an hour slider, 80 mile an hour changeup, 76 mile an hour curve. Do those splits and ratios sound familiar? Very. Mm. Okay. That sounds familiar. It's Five like a pitch guy player. showing ratios of 50, 44% of the time he throws a four seamer, and then everything else pretty much equals out to 60%. So you could say this guy is a two pitch fast slow guy and all of his hot zones are middle away pretty game pretty typical so, not so not they know crazy right stuff. exactly so we're throwing a guy right that has let's see what he I does typical baseball right things <laughs> yeah batting average against 301 on the mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. you know what i mean like pull tell me this can you tell me what he does in the first inning? Try to see. Do they have that? Because we're. Ta- I'm. I'm all in on leading off right now. Because I'm trying to, trying to mm-hmm. imagine the game through. Because I remember when Little League, we used to always put our best hitter leading off. That dude played baseball at UCLA eventually, right? So I mean, <laughs> it made sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I got nothing on leading off, but yeah. I do have. Because I would imagine, home run, yeah, negative home run ratio, doubters one, eight, mostly gone twenty five, no doubters. I can't believe this is no doubters and doubters in the That's home run really category. <laughs> I doubt that one's gone. I that one's mostly gone in most part. That is a no doubter. <laughs> That's hilarious. What a great snap! Uh, they should drop right. that. That would be funny. Right. Uh, swing zone. Okay, here's some good stuff. Chase percentage, 28%. Mm-hmm. Ooh. This is Edge Luis. Percentage, yep. First pitch strike percentage, 60%. That's pretty good. Whiff percentage. Filling it up, 30, Travis. 30% whiff percentage. And then 30. <laughs> here's my two. So other he's new filling it up and getting people to whiff. That's pretty interesting. Meatball percentage, 7.2. Yeah. Yeah. Meatball swing percentage. Do they have a meatball percent. coinciding with a doubter, <laughs> a no doubter? 
I guess so. so when he throws a meatball, mostly these are gone. So yeah. can you tell me it's Max Freed, right? What's Max Freed like? Because that dude's aggressive. Luis Garcia is equally aggressive, but he seems to be um, very typical of the right-handed pitching type. I'm going to work away and then go backwards eventually. But Max Freed, he can spin it. And if we're looking at what we're looking at, right, he's a guy that can spin it so he can execute a Braves game plan of petting the pit bull on the walk and throwing tons and tons of slow pitches, getting these guys to slow down. Because that the, the Astros are predominantly like – Michael Brantley, he's pretty good throughout the whole field, but and Jose Altuve, but Correa and Guriel, he goes up the middle a little bit, but his power's left. Bregman, their dude, he's left field for sure, right? A lot of those guys, if they're not getting executed middle away off speed, or I would say middle in with Max Fried coming in, right? Those guys aren't that effective. That's how the Dodgers got beat, man. Well, it was fastballs for the most part. Right, 100%. Well, and all right, so here you go. Uh, here's your answer. The four-seamer is going to play and the cutter is going to play because there's both spinning at 2,300, right? So that's yeah, going to float. And you see he blows fastballs by guys because of mm-hmm. the optical illusion that, that it doesn't go down at the end like most of the 2,000 and the 1,900 um, fastballs that these guys hit. You know what I'm saying? So, who's throwing to 1,900? Dude, 1900. Whoa. Hold on. Whoa. The thing's a running. Hold on. 1900 is incredible. 1900 is not that much. It's slower. What are you talking about? No, I know, but to actually throw a ball at only 1900 <laughs> when you're capable of what kind of an RPM, right? Like, the, that's a change of speed. I can make the ball spin 3,200 and 1,900. That's a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang it, where is this? Because whoever's owning that range of a spectrum is very good with their, their fingertips. Like, they understand ball flight mechanics like a Top Gun pilot. Are you ready? I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some. Uh... <laughs> Brewster Gratterall, fastball, Oof. 99 miles an hour. Yeah. 2020 average spin 1977. Dude, that's incredible. Four seam spin 2017. 2021 average sinker spin 2065. So he raised it a hundred. That's incredible. How are you throwing a 99-mile-an-hour ball at 2,000? Why is it spinning so little? I don't know, John. I'm not that good at throwing balls. Just saying. Just saying. When I look at, when I look at 6'4", 93-mile-an-hour throwing Luis Garcia, and it's seeing that it's spinning at 2,300 with less velocity, it makes me wonder, why is this – why is this ball so not spinning so much? I don't understand. Hmm. What are we doing here? Could be some sticky stuff. 
Something's going on there. Could be. There is 19, something. like, so, again, what's, gra- okay, go to Gratterall's, like, slider or his curveball. 25, slider, 2,500. 2,500. So, he's going 19 to 25. That's his range. 2 to 25. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And he and you can tell he's only gotten a little better at the slider because in 2019 it was 2400, 2020, 2477, 2021, 2521. Okay, okay. What's Blake Trinan's? That dude has crazy axis of spin. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's at 21 for his fastball. Maybe that slider or whatever he calls it, whatever that pitch is, it's gross. Whatever that pitch is, it's gross. Dude, some of these guys, like, they throw breaking balls that are just not traditional. It's not a curveball. It's not a slider. It does everything. (laughs) And they they make it go down. They make it go across. All right, here we go. Blake Trinan, sinker, 2231. 2231. And in his payday year, it was 2371. So now we're dropped 100. So 100 wouldn't be – he might have done some sticky stuff in 2018 when he was trying to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was – if he – that's sunscreen and rosin is 200. So, I would say – I would say real. But in this chart of what he's got, dude, everything he's got. Look, slider that same year, 2735. Now his slider is all the way down to 2415. So, definitely 2735. All the way wow. down to 2415. He's, he lost 300 spin. That's incredible. I'm telling you, dude, you can look at this stuff. This is that all is I look incredible. at. I'm just like, well, this is, of course. Right. Right. Well, here, here's another take that I have for you then. What about, like, exit velocity and distance in, like, the past cut? Like, I always have believed that the postseason balls have always been wound a little bit tighter, you know, similar to the All-Star game and the home run derby well, balls. Well, I'll say Maybe that's just right. conspiratorial. You're right about before. No, no, no. I think, well, there's proof. We have proof. People on YouTube have put out, um, they've collected baseballs for the past, like, you know, however many years. And, and that's what it was. It showed that the balls are literally different than 2017, I believe, the year it started, which is also the home run numbers. So they're tighter wound. They have a higher PSI off as well as they're more aerodynamic because they're tighter wound. That's huge. So, I mean, you want to fix steroids. I'll say right now, you want to fix steroids, you juice the ball, and everybody has an even playing field. But that being said, that's why the sticky stuff came around, because the guys couldn't hold the ball because it was too tightly wound. Right? Does the Korean ball fly better and the Japanese ball fly better because it's smaller? It's also lighter. So Ah, I didn't know that. Okay. So, no, ours is fly farther. Ours is 525. Theirs is 5 flat. Hmm. So, how okay? What would be better, a denser ball that's smaller around, or a just the same ball, just real? Like I don't know what tightly wound means personally. I think there's like, two, I don't well, know what that means. It's like a it's a it's like a it's like a psi off of it. Like so, like okay. Imagine using a BB core and a Besser. That's what would be the difference. Right, right. Getting a lot of extra there. Your miss hits are going. Right, the orange stealth. Yeah, take me back. I can't. 
if we look at the home runs or whatever it is, let's look at let's look at home runs year to year. So if you take well, I mean, one of the obvious things was just go to home if. It happened in 2010 was the last season that that Beezer was allowed in college and high school. And then 2011, everybody had BB court. Like that, like if you just looked at the average home run distance or exit velocity, I'd be very intrigued. Yeah. Because I remember, look at that too, Easton, I remember hitting with the Easton surge and I honestly felt better mm -hmm. swinging with a wooden bat. Like, I, I would rather hit with a $40 Sports Chalet Dick's Rawlings bat than this, you know. It felt empty. It felt like I was hitting with a Sprite liter of plastic. Okay, here we go. So, we're just going to roll through it. So, uh, 1901 is when we start this. Uh, first year, 1901, combined AL and NL stats. We're going to go like every 100 years or, okay, so, right. or 50 years, right? So 1901, 455. 25. Okay, Give me 25 nine, years. And then, and then 25 years later, 1901, yeah. Woo! Right? right? Guys are getting better, Big too. Year. The ball changed a lot. Ball changed. Right. Things have now changed. Now we go to 1950, 2073. So wow. up again. Right, exponential. Again, right, we've they figured out the ball. Let's go 1975, 2600, basically 2700, 2700, 2700. Boom. Not Let's as much going. pitching kind of figured out the ball a little bit. Right. Okay. Here we go. Let's go 85, 3600. Okay. Wow. Hitters figured it out. <laughs> yep. Here we go. 90. Let's go 90, 3300. So about the same. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, let's see, 95, 4,095. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's 2, a lot. Hey, 2,000 from 95 to 2,000, 5,700. It's okay. a lot of cheese and meat, a lot of weight room, a lot of whey protein. 2005, 5,000, so it dropped 600. That's still a lot. 5,000 home runs is so yeah, many. Yeah, because Mark McGuire oh retired. <laughs> right? Okay, now here we go. 2010, 4,600. It went down. Uh-oh. Wow. 1,000. We've gone down 1,000. Yeah. Right, and this is all steroid era stuff in here. You can see it drop. It right. goes like 5,000, 4,000, 4,500, 4,100. Okay. Okay. 2015, 4909. So we're doing we're back. good right here. We're back, right? Now, here we go. Okay. 2016, 5,600. 2017, 6,100. God bless. Let's go back to playing like that. 2018, 5,500. That's not what we want. 2019. Two years ago, pre-COVID. 6,700 home runs. Is that the most all-time? <laughs> yeah. Wow. 6,700 minimal steroids, uh, more sticky stuff, right? And we're um, bitching about the ball. <laughs> okay, so That's what hilarious. is – 
hilarious. So sixty-seven hundred. So what is that per game? Like, if you were to do that, like, what's that per team? Well, so we had thirty-four hundred on the National League, and then no, on the American League, thirty-seven hundred on the American League, thirty-four hundred on the American League, and thirty-three hundred on the National League. So, like, what is that per team? Like, okay, there's what's, thirty teams. What's the total? Sixty-seven hundred yeah, divided team. by thirty. No, no, no. It's thirty times one sixty-two. Oh, that's right? true. And then, so that's forty-eight sixty. And so that's that's over. It's almost one a game because the ratio would be forty-eight hundred over sixty-seven. Dude, that's incredible. That is yeah, so incredible. It, yeah, one. So you're getting one point three home runs a game. If you, so, if you're going to a baseball game, you're seeing in, a home run. You're seeing, you're seeing amazingness. Wow. And we're not talking about this unless you and I are doing this, right? And then some people, right? I'm one of them sometimes where I'm like, you guys got to know how to be golf-type hitters where you need the sand wedge right now. No, you're we're going to do it. It'll ball, just be us. Right? It'll just be us. We'll it's just going to we'll be us, to right? It, it is yeah, incredible. We'll 6,700 and we're 15 – no. 25 years since steroids le- – when were steroids in baseball? 95 to 2005? Like, that was yeah, pretty much see, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it comes through and, like – yeah, yeah. You could say it's, like, 95 to 2000. Look at when these numbers. Did, I mean – Hold on. I have to look up. Because do you remember when they did that steroid E uh, – not E – the 30 for 30 on yeah. uh, steroids in baseball? There was a guy yeah. that – played for the Texas Rangers that beat Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco in a home run derby. And I remember he was the biggest out of them all. And I had never heard of this dude in my life, but the size of this man and he like, he was hitting balls that it didn't make sense how far he was hitting it. Cause he, they're, they're all looking like Aaron judge. They're all drinking milk and doing steroids in the locker room. And each and every one of these guys was putting on a show, right? Now, we're hitting more home runs than when we had those guys in the game, right? And it's blowing my mind how we're not talking about the fact that something has changed in how baseball is being – it would be like if, again – more knockouts happened in boxing or MMA or more submit like finishes happen like home runs are the highest level of impact, right? It's more than a slam dunk because it's like baseball's played in smaller points than twos and threes with this limited or almost it almost seems unlimited amount of time to score points, but it is limited, right? So right. right. But the the difficulty of hitting a home run is still the same. Like, it hasn't gotten easier. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, totally. If anything, it's gotten harder because guys are getting better at throwing. They're getting better at pitching. Blake Trinan is six foot nine, throwing 97 miles an hour with a ball that goes to the left five inches, then back to the right. And then you've got guys like Framber, who, by the way, that dude's back. Like, I was watching him on the mound. Wow, deadlift, guys. You should deadlift or at least do some rows because that dude's jacked. Um, But just the amount of effort, like I told you before, and I've said this to other people, 
I'll quote Kyle Bodie when I was at driveline. He said, if Walker Bueller pitched in 1920, he would go to jail for war crimes and sorcery because people wouldn't understand what he's doing with this baseball. Right. Right. And the fact that we're averaging a home run a game is incredible. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's incredible. So like, if I guaranteed that you showed up to a, like, I don't know, a football game and you said, Hey, you're going to see a kickoff return for a touchdown today. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to see that. What do you mean? Yeah. Or you're going to see a pick six guarantee it. Like you can guarantee one of those things. Almost two. Like you could, you could say we might see two. We might see two. If you went hunting and you were going to guarantee every day you went out, you were going to see a deer, maybe two. So many people are going to be interested in that because it, it relieves wow. it relieves some of the I don't know because you know something cool is going to happen. Yeah, right. No, I agree. You know I something cool is going to happen. More. Well, I mean, and and that is definitely to the commissioner of baseball. That's definitely been the plan. Right. 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 So it, it's it is a difficult process, right, to have people understand what's going on because it's. I mean, you got to look at these numbers like this and understand that, like. This is real shit. Like this is really happening right now in front of us. I, where, you know, they're not yeah. admitting that the ball's being doctored, right? But it's look at like how does this? So what? We just got better at making baseballs. Like that's such a easy thing. Just come out and say it that the ball, you know, on, as weird as it sounds, you know, I mean, Bauer has been dead on all of these things. Standardize the ball. Standardize the sticky stuff. Make the playing field even. So you don't have this massive disadvantage because, you know, weirdly it, it works against a lot of American ballplayers. You know, it really does. Cause they're not allowed to play the game this way or practice with sticky stuff or, you know, in the moral high ground that goes with that. Meanwhile, you got the rest of the world. It's like whatever they can do to get off the island. It's not, it's not even thought about in the same yeah. process of like hacking and winning the ball game. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, I'd say there's somebody in there that knows what they're doing. But as of right now, I'm not very aware of very many people that are processing this information for what we see it as, you know? I could not agree more. And while I was doing that, I was just looking up the most career postseason home runs, right? Jose's number two. And the guys that are on that, like a lot of those guys played so many seasons, and it kind of goes with you and what you said about the commissioner. Right? Like, yeah, the Astros cheated. Okay, get over it. I still need to get over it. But mm-hmm. just in a whole baseball kind of like marketing standpoint, you were right. You're super right. Like, shame on you for not making our game look better by talking about what we're doing really well right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there should be some accountability on that. Like, yeah, you're in charge of every team, but you should also be making this this game look really good you know right right i mean 6700 home runs <laughs> down to 59 44 in 2021 is wild it's wild that's 1300 1300 that's a lot 800 800 800, 800. oh sorry 67 to 59 that's okay oh i thought you i thought you said 54 i was like whoa that was a fat. That was a fat drop. 
Right. I mean, and who but, knows if, if COVID doesn't happen and they can't experiment with some of these other rules to try to do whatever. And like, you're complaining about the pitchers. Like, what are you talking about? Right. The pitchers are fighting for their life. How so, do you stay in the big leagues? You put your hand in this jar, you make it sticky as possible, and hopefully it doesn't get smoked. So I, I'm really kind of obsessed with, with the Jose Altuve stat to kind of boast what you're talking about and what we're talking about, which is Manny Ramirez had almost 500 plate appearances in the postseason to hit 29 home runs. Jose Altuve is going to crush that if he continues to make the postseason. He's going to crush that. He's going to do it in almost half the time probably. Well, and that's 1,000% because of the ball. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Like, I mean, there's the definitely an asterisk situation here. Yeah. We definitely have an asterisk situation here. No doubt. No it, doubt. Literally How could you not? 500 at-bats. Yeah, that's dude. crazy. I remember it used to be so hard to hit it that far. You know what I mean? Like, watch – and then think about this. Like, Chipper Jones back in this era, this dead ball era, if you want to call it, whatever you want. We need to name it, by the way. Um, Can't call it the dead ball era. They named that 1905 to now. <laughs> it's like the dumbest oh. – the live ball era. Dead ball was before. Yeah, live ball. Just so weird. Well, I think we should recategorize this thing or something. You know what I'm saying? So, it's definitely – Wowzers, because I don't know, man. I mean, it's definitely something that needs to be said. Where is you know what I mean? What definitely something? What is the? I'm going to ask you another question about baseball. I'm going to act like you're the commissioner, right? Commissioner Sintes. Okay. Right. So, Commissioner Sintes, what can what can we do to standardize baseball? to make it a more even playing field from the development in the Dominican and the development in the United States? What are some things that we could take care of to get kids to play the same game from a ball bat perspective? Well, I would say that swing wood only would be the first thing that would absolutely be the first, the first thing is like, Love you it. got enough composite bats now out that there's no doubt that we shouldn't just have everybody swinging wood bats, especially right. with what DeMarine all is doing. It's obvious that that is a money grab, too, by Louisville and all those guys, mm. too, to keep that thing going there. Mm. So we should just all get together and do it at the same time so it's fair. That's how you do it. You just, hey, guys, uh, organizations, everyone all together, we understand aluminum bats are great, but we were going to make a 13U cutoff where there are not going to be any more – Aluminum bats at 13. Hold on. I forgot to ask you a pre-question to that, Commissioner Sintes. You are the commissioner who asked this question. Do you think that the MLB is responsible for setting up an example of what a baseball player is to trickle down to the lower levels? Not oh like gosh. who they are as a person, but like, like, with what we're saying, because if we're standardizing what we're looking at on the television, that means that these guys are the right. prime examples of what a baseball player is, right? Just like if you watch an NFL game, right, those are the best guys out there, right? So that's what I mean. Like, they play those rules, right? So 
would you right. expect that the MLB game, right? Not the players. I shouldn't have said that. The game of Major League Baseball should be the example that's trickled down. Yes, of course. That's, that's what I, mean, I should have asked. The, yeah, it, 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 yeah. That's well, and you have a lot of people not teaching that version of the game, right? right. You know, you're trying to win ten U ball games with leave early plays and. Bunning four times in a row. Running after a walk throw. to second base. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? All of these things in this side of this game get ruined as soon as the ball moves faster than they do. As soon as they can actually throw it and they can rip it across the infield and the guy's mm -hmm. 10 feet off and it moves faster and you catch tag, right, that entire game goes away. So that's not sustainable and they're not even looking at it, I would mm -hmm. say. And so you get a lot of these kids into this small ball type idea and by all means, go be a college baseball player and do your thing. But if you're not paying attention to what the game, like where these guys are, right? Who the top hitters in the game are all Latin American guys that have been swinging wood bats since they were 12. Yeah. Like maybe even earlier. You know what I mean? Earlier than 12. But I, exposed. I, it, it's right. I mean, it's so obvious to me that that when you put a real wood bat in a kid's an American kid's hands that he immediately becomes no threat, no threat. Zero mm. threat. Doesn't, doesn't even understand how it works. Doesn't mm. even, just grabs it and hack, hacky hack. Yeah. I'll come at every wow. one of you guys. Wow. Yeah. Dude. I remember when I was in college, I had a, a, a baseball friend of mine who played pro ball for uh, minor leagues. And I remember I was hitting off the tee with a wood bat. And I hit with a wood bat when I was 12. But, you know, you play high school. You're mainly swinging your middle bat a lot, right? And then you go back to the wood bat in the summer. So it's kind of like back and forth. But I remember he told me, he was like, you can't hit. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you hear nothing off of your wood bat. I remember he just told me that I was like 19 or 20. And he was like, you can't hit yet. You need to just hit with a wood bat. You just can't hit yet. Until you can hit a home run with a wood bat, you can't really hit. I remember yep. I took that personally. And so I just swung with the wood bat for a, like a lot, a yep. lot, a lot. Yep. Yep. And I right. do believe that what you said though. Wow. Can we end on that? That was a bomb. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna, for sure. That, that was, was a, a bomb. One. That was a great that one. Was phenomenal. Hey, you don't have a wood bat. If you don't have a wood bat, go buy one. Like yeah. there's so many good ones son. online now. There's so many good ones online. Here, let's do you know what I mean? uh let's do one more thing, right? Okay. okay. Just bats, just bats right dot com, right? You can buy like a four yep. pack from there for like what, like two hundred bucks? And you get four wood so. bats? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Four wood bats, two hundred bucks. That's what's your metal bat? Five ninety nine, you get one of those? Yeah. Come on, dude. No, go go even go even further. Get one of them DeMarini like Two hundred fifty, I think it's two fifty. I think. Oh, the composite, kind of like Johnny's. a box. Yeah, but they have a they have an inloaded composite. Hey, hey! Always All right, technical. we got to get out of here. She yeah. just got scooped. Yeah. Hey, yeah, sounds hey. good. Hey, sounds hey. good. Later, guys. All right, appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Have a good one.